0: Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. We're now into week two or for some week three of physical distancing and self-isolation as we continue to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. For those with a home, it's simple. Stay home as much as you can. But what about those who don't have a place to call home? How is our homeless community handling this current situation? Today, we're joined by Dave Feniek. He is the general manager of Agape Table, a soup kitchen in Manitoba. He'll tell us how their operations have changed and how their guests are dealing with the pandemic. He'll also share with us how we can help out the less fortunate during this time. That's today on Connections. Dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic is already challenging for those of us who have a home. Staying home can be something that is out of the ordinary for many. But what about those without a home? How are they handling this situation? Today, we're joined by Dave Feniac. He is the general manager of Agape Table. For our listeners who don't know, what is Agape Table? Uh,
1: Agape Table is uh, uh, a soup kitchen, right? Uh, We're open Monday to Friday, uh, serving the marginalized people of Winnipeg. Uh, Right now we're serving a little over uh, 400 people every morning between 8 and 11 a.m.
0: And you do things a little bit differently there. You charge a dollar for a meal.
1: Yes, but uh, because of uh, this COVID-19, we've had to change a lot of things. So right now uh, what we've been doing is we're serving bag lunches at the door, uh, when people come up, we're trying to be very aware of the social distancing. We have uh, chalk marks on the on the pavement outside, uh, two meters apart. Uh, when they come up, they get a bag. Uh, it has soup, two sandwiches, uh, pastries, uh, some uh, granola bar, and a, a hot cup of coffee. And then we're asking them to... On their way.
0: Previous to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, just describe what a typical day would have looked like.
1: Uh, typical day, the um, uh, cook starts here at 5 a.m. Uh, we make soup from scratch each and every day, and we always have a hot breakfast on top of that. So when you come in, you get free soup, free toast, free coffee, as much as you want. Uh, we have some amazing partners in the community that help us with pastries. So we always have pastries out Um with a hot meal uh, you can get and it's not your typical breakfast it's like um, chicken um, fried eggs potatoes uh, coleslaw and a piece of fruit and we charge a dollar Uh, we don't necessarily have to charge that dollar to make ends meet for ourselves but it's really empowering for our guests to come in and and say that they bought their own breakfast
0: and really you've seen a great response from, from your clientele and the people that come in
1: Absolutely. Uh, you, even during these, these harder times, it's, uh, they're, they're really aware of, of what's going on. Uh, we're, we're somewhat fortunate. Uh, if, you, if you look at the, the recent stats, a lot of people are, are contracting this from traveling or being in contact with people that have traveled. But uh, at the end of the day, not too many of our marginalized community are in contact with those people, so they're not as susceptible... Uh, but they they've got such a, a compromised immune system we we have to be very
0: careful of it. You mentioned a little bit about some of the steps you're taking. Tell us about now what a typical day looks like now that we're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: Uh we're we're being uh, ultra sensitive to everything. We're like I said we're we're co- Watching the social distancing outside, inside, as soon as you, you walk through our threshold, uh, we're uh, sanitizing you, uh, we're taking your temperature, and we're putting gloves and hair nets on. Uh, we're working with a staff of seven and a handful of volunteers each and every day, and everybody gets the, the typical, uh, have you been around anybody that's traveled, have you traveled, uh how are you feeling today, and we also take their
0: temperature. And how, how have people been responding to that, and have you still had the same amount of volunteers come in uh, with all these extra measures?
1: Uh, we're, we're a little lower on, on volunteers. Uh, it, it's uh, that one degree of separation. Of, you don't realize that people, uh, our normal volunteer base comes in and uh, they have somebody suffering uh at home, or they're they're staying with an elderly person, or uh, they're going through chemo, or, or things like that. You don't really realize it until something this catastrophic happens. Uh, so we're we're a little lower on, on volunteers, but uh, again, we, we do what we have to right now.
0: How have you been managing there since this all broke out? We're, we're doing okay.
1: Uh, we we could obviously always do better. Uh, we're we're getting short on on product we We really need things to help us uh sustain the the rate we're moving uh we're like i said we're we're serving over four hundred people a day, but now we need stuff to fill those sandwiches with and with all the grocery stores and and uh with with empty shelves and restaurants essentially having to shut down be because of the the lack of of customers going their way uh it, it's getting harder to find all the substance to put in these sandwiches.
0: So speaking of that, um, when it comes to our less fortunate, our, our homeless community, um, we have all of these people going out and they're doing this hoarding and they're shopping and they're taking all of um, those products off the shelves and now, like you said, you're low on items. What would you say to people out there that are thinking about themselves, going, I need all these products for myself, what would you say as someone who is working in a community that is not as blessed as the rest of us?
1: Uh, I, 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 think. Uh they're shopping out of fear as opposed to thinking things out. You look at the astronomical prices. Like Last week with our community, it was child tax, and people on a fixed income are going out, and there's not as much on the shelves, and they're already on a fixed income. This week, it's welfare and EI checks are out, and they've got even less of an income, and there's absolutely nothing, and the prices are skyrocketing. So be conscious, and and I I really uh, applaud a lot of the grocery stores on on limiting how much you can take because there are a lot of less fortunate people out there that are very hard up. And uh, even Winnipeg Harvest, uh, we we run two uh, food banks every week, and we're getting next to nothing to help a 100 families every Tuesday and 100 families every Thursday. So just be self-conscious of everybody needs, it's not just you.
0: Have you seen an uptick in the amount of people recently that are are using agape?
1: Absolutely. And and unfortunately, I I think it's only going to get worse uh, because a lot of people are being laid off uh, and and trying to make ends meet. uh, And... Realistically, uh, on a daily basis, uh, when we make our soups, there's a lot of proteins in it and things like that for for two reasons. One, it's the proteins that help break down those toxins that are invading some of their bodies. But two, that might be the only proteins that they get that day because everything else is shut and there's there's less traffic. So you, you see a lot less panhandlers out there right now, too.
0: When it comes to your to the people that are using Agape Table, do they actually know what's going on? Because a lot of them don't have access to the radio, don't have access to the internet, just overall don't have access to the news. Do they understand what's going on out there?
1: I, I think for the, the the greater part of our our community, they do. Uh, a a lot a lot is by word of mouth. Um, a, a lot is is because of the uh, places such as ours that. Are trying to to educate and explain why we're doing things as we're doing it. Uh, it it's one of those things where uh, it's a, a close knit community, and our community seems to look after themselves and, and each other very well. And word of mouth travels. If 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 I don't see somebody, one of our regulars, on a, a for a couple of days, I ask one of the our guests. And within a couple of days, it gets back to me where they are and if they're still
0: safe. When you first put in these the new rules of, of social distancing and handing out the lunches or the, the meals in bags, were there a lot of questions or did most people already kind of have an idea um, why you were doing this?
1: Uh, again, it, it's, it's education as we're doing it. Um, we, we started this uh, early last week. We were trying to get ahead of the game and... and uh, make sure that we we were make, uh, having a, a sanitized area to work, and uh, because if any of our workers or any of our staff or our volunteers get sick, we have to shut down, and that's 300 plus people each and every day that uh, are at risk of not being able to eat. So we we did a lot of research and wanted to get ahead of the curve and and educate as we're handing it out. And people have been really receptive.
0: Overall, from what you've heard from people um, using Agape Table, what has been their biggest fears or what have, what's have what been their biggest response to this pandemic and what are they thinking? They don't have a home to go to, a lot of them. Uh, what are their thoughts? Well,
1: uh, thankfully, it's getting a little nicer outside. Uh, last week, the winds were, were picking up and it was very cool. And a lot of places won't even let our guests come in and, and warm up. So that, that's one of their fears. The other fear is we close, and they have nowhere else to go. Uh, where where are, are they going to go to get any sustenance that, that they can survive with? Uh, that, that's, that's first and foremost on their, on their mind. I can always warm up by, by going under a bridge and, and finding some sort of shelter, but where can I find food?
0: When it comes to our homeless community, our less fortunate community, what are the biggest things that we need to know about them as we deal with this COVID 19 pandemic?
1: I, I always say that our, our guests are one of the, some of the most resilient people and, and most amazing people that I've ever met um, if they sat behind a desk, 95% of the things they've come up with out of sheer survival, they wouldn't have been able to come up with. They, they are very resilient. Um, but at the end of the day, a, a lot of our guests suffer from mental health, and you never know where that turn comes. And they're not necessarily there by their own volition. It's because they can't conform to rules to be housed. Uh The the biggest issue is treating them like people as opposed to uh, taking those three steps around them when when they're asking for help.
0: What can we, uh, as the community that that are fortunate to have a home, that have food, that have money, what can we do to help this community as we go through this pandemic?
1: Uh, Support organizations such as ours that are are on the front lines and, and trying to help. Uh, I always say if you see somebody on the street with their hand out, don't necessarily give them money. Give them granola bars, give them water, give them Gatorade, uh, give them a, a, a warm pair of gloves or something. I don't want you to enable our guests. I want you to actually help them. And you help them by supporting organizations such as ours that are feeding them or clothing them or are, are giving them toiletries. You never know if you give them that dollar what they're what it's going to. But if you know what organizations such as ours do, uh, it, it goes that much farther.
0: Speaking of organizations like Agape Table across the country, what would the biggest things that organizations such as yours would need in a pandemic like this?
1: Uh, well, for, uh, I always go food, time, money. F- food, we we can't do what we do best w- without donations of food. We, we need uh, uh, chickens, turkeys, eggs, mayonnaise, tuna, things that we, we can spread and-, and make ends meet in between uh, th- these hard times. Uh, time, if you're healthy, uh, a lot of organizations like ours can really use your time, uh, and it gets you a-, a little bit of social interaction. Uh, instead of dealing with your kids all the time Uh, and then money Uh, so we can put that money where we need to Uh, we we don't get any government funding and we're not funded by the United Way we're 100% donor funded and that way we don't have to answer to anything if a certain section of our organization needs money we can put that money towards whatever is needed and right now that's food
0: For those who want to learn more about Agape Table, how can they go about doing that?
1: uh, www.agapetable.ca. On Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we're constantly trying to keep people abreast of what's going on and and how they can help us.
0: What's the one last thing overall in this entire situation that you want to get out there and one point that you want to get across for the, the homeless and the less fortunate community?
1: Be kind. Treat people like people and stay safe. But at the end of the day, we we can't survive without each other's
0: support. Be there for one another. Absolutely. We're all in this together. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dave. We've learned so much about how our homeless community is dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.